wasn't first. I think you were. I think you were, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Well, wait, I didn't know that Vex was here at the same time, so now actually, I, I don't know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was looking for my guitar pick because the wee baby Yeti, by the way, dear listener, welcome to episode five review of The Last of Us. But baby Yeti likes to take my guitar pick and then put it purposely inside the hole in the, in the guitar. And then she's like, uh-oh. And I'm like, what are you, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, dude, I used to do that to my dad's guitar all the time. And he would get so pissed. Savages. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was so fun for me to do that. And then I would like shake his guitar around and try yeah. to see if they would fall out. Well, she just laughs at me as I shake it, shake it, shake it, move it. (laughs) (laughs) Move it, shake it, shake it, move it, move it, shake it, shake it, move it. This is such a banger. Like, every time you play it, like, yeah, like, I'm moving and shaking it, it, bruh. It's a really good song. It is. It's a fucking great song. It's almost as if it's that uh, ball song, which you know I love. I do know that you love the ball song. It's my favorite. But we're not here for fun. Oh. oh, we're here for Last of Us review. Living wish. on Chef Boyardee, life is not a party. <laughs> Wasting the away South Park song for next again. time review. <laughs> Zombieville. No, we already we already decided that it was close enough. I do wish that this was more of a western than it is. No, it's wasting away again in Zombie Creeperville. With the mushroom. Looking for my non-binary teenager runaway. <laughs> I think that's a really good song, and you guys didn't react appropriately enough to it, so. Oh, oh. Bravo! Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my yeah. god. Like I'm just there tears flowing from I my eyes. Rule. I just, it's so beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> shake it, shake it, move it. Come on, girls, put your back into it. Oh, I'm putting my back into it, bitch. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> Come on, girls. <laughs> Come on, girls. Put your back into it. Oh god. So good. <laughs> Now, Last of Us review. I did not take notes, so I am sorry, but I did watch it. Okay. So we're going to wing it, and it's going to be fun. Scene opens, and uh, uh, the little kid has got a gun all up in oh Joel's face. Oh, my God, face. no, just stop, just stop, okay? <laughs> so, no, I'm what? digging it. I'm digging what? this Western accent he's got that going was- on. That was great. It was fucking awesome. Okay. I was about to win my Emmy, and you just fucking take from me? Oh, all right, but go, go ahead, go ahead. Scene opens. Little guy's got a gun pointed in Joel's face, and he's like, "Shh, don't tell." <laughs> and then, him brother Henry's got a gun pointed at uh, the chick, the girl, Ellie, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah Blaze. 
Because she's not binary, so she should be Eliza. She's not binary. Eliza. She don't know who she is. Hey, it could be Elijah. It could be fucking CEO Pepe Frog. We don't know. And she's like, Joe, be cool. And he was like, nah. And then she was like, nah, for real, be, be a cool guy. And he's like, I'm going to be cool. And she's like, no, 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 no. He just got an asshole voice. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be cool. And then and then the guy's like, hey, and <clears throat> Emmy reward winning right here. I'm go- he's like, he says, what do you say? What do you say? He said, oh, I didn't shoot on you, so I'm going to put my gun down now. And then you don't shoot on me, which, oh, boy, I'm amazed he lived so long because goddamn. And then we learned that him, him little brother, is he deaf. He deaf as hell. Can't hear a single thing. <laughs> you know, now that kind of reminded me of, like, the Dahmer episode that was all, like, deaf. Oh. Like, it kind of reminds me. Oh. Like, I was like, are they doing this because that got so much attention that now they're like, I know why they did it. They explain it in the after the episode. Oh. Why did they do it? It's a really fucking stupid reason. Inclusivity. They claim that they did it. So the guy who uh, was the screenwriter for Last of Us thought that Sam should be deaf because it makes Sam rely on Henry so much more. And then it cuts over to Neil Cuckman being like, oh, man, that was such a great idea. How did I not think of that? Yeah, because he's an eight-year-old living in the apocalypse isn't enough for him to be dependent on an adult. Bingo! Fucking bingo. You nailed it. So it's like, no, you did not. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's because he was black. (gasps) Kelsey, during Black History Month? How dare you? During the shortest month of the year, also known as Black History Month, you dare. Wow. I mean, they are. I think you need to sit in time out for a minute. I think you need to tone it down before we get kicked off of all the platforms. I mean, you. They are underprivileged and underserved, y'all. Oh, yeah. Uh They are. Pander, pander, pander. When in doubt, pander out. They they are already oppressed. They are uh-huh. already struggling. And then well, and, and then they're gonna make one of them deaf and a child, and, with, a child. and a child with cancer, no less. Yeah, leukemia. Yeah. God and damn! Deaf, like how and many he has cancer? Does, Jesus how, Christ! How many? By the way, this kid um, gotta have against him, man. That's what I'm you, saying. You skipped a whole bunch, by the way. Yeah. We'll go That's back we to it, there. but first, back to my point about what you just said. How. As if an eight-year-old boy isn't going to be dependent on his older brother enough during the zombie apocalypse where they're fucking outcasts from their own society. Yeah, we also made him deaf. It's like, shut up. You are picking up inclusion points. We all fucking know it. Like, don't get me wrong. It was totally fine that he was deaf in the show, and it did make his character more compelling. But, like, mm-hmm. come on. You know why you did it. For that reason, it d- didn't need to be. But yeah, he was super cute, and he was he my was favorite. Born. Oh, absolutely! And then so the kid was in the uh, after he was in the after the episode thing where they explain like behind the scenes, and he was like, "I just wanted to tell everybody that like I am deaf and I can do things too." <laughs> and I just oh, he's actually to... deaf in real life. Yes, he's like, "I want to know that even though I'm deaf, I can do stuff." And I was like, oh. well, "Well, okay, I missed, I missed because I was doing the voice. I fucked up my own train of thought because I'm." <laughs> I'm autistic, damn it. <laughs> Allegedly. So he was saying that he wanted to portray the character as being able to do anything because it's important for people to know that just because somebody's deaf, that they can still do things and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I was just like, we're not in fucking kindergarten. Are you? I, this is an adult themed TV show. It's hyper violent. It's sexual. It's like 
This is an adult TV show. We're but, all adults. But the you child need... is thinking from a child perspective. You, you don't need to no, tell. No, he was coached to say that. He was sitting next to a guy who was his, his interpreter. Um, oh. also, or was it a coach? You don't need to fucking tell me that deaf people can do shit. Like, what? I know. I'm 35. I know. We know. You, what? Do you don't, like, I just, just the air of ignorance, not ignorance, the air of, uh, what's the word? High and mightiness, superiority. Yeah, to be like, we need to tell all the people that, like, gay people can fuck during the apocalypse, deal with it. And little kids can be gay too, and deaf people can do shit. So fucking eat it. It's like, I know. But they don't get to listen to this podcast. And that's <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> the transcripts. <laughs> the transcripts. Kelsey's <laughs> tonight. Damn, Kelsey, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good joke. <laughs> All right, so Vex, tell me all the things I skipped. Correct me. Please mansplain to me with your high T. Okay, will do. So remember that at the end of episode four, we left off with Joel and Ellie sleeping in like a really rundown room and they wake up and there's guns in their faces. So episode five opens with kind of a flashback because remember Can in episode I four- stop you real quick? Okay. Last review, we had a, a argument if they Joel and Ellie stumbled upon Sam and- Oh yeah. Yep. And I fucked up and I can You own fucked this. up big I, time. Yeah, I did. I fucked up. So Kelsey said, Balls. Yeah, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh god damn it. I said <laughs> that they already had the beds on the floor and that they they stumbled across Henry and Sam's like lair. Because, lair. because <laughs> the beds were already there. Yeah. But no. I was wrong. They were not already there. And I done fucked up. And I'm sorry, dear listener. It's the first I thing I thought, I was like, you oh, dude, I, I cannot wait to dunk on Kelsey for that one. <laughs> yeah, and I saw it too, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fine. I'm sorry, Vex. Please continue. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, dunking is allowed. So, yeah, they um, yeah, end of, so in episode four, we also found out that Kathleen, who is the leader of this like group that overthrew Fedra in Kansas City as well, she was looking for Sam and Henry, and they had found some like hideouts of where they might have been. So we got some allusions to what to expect in this episode. So episode five opens what looks to be um, like the first day or two where Kansas City is liberated from Fedra. And Sam and Henry are like running across the city trying to hide. Uh, they end up like taking shelter in like an attic, which we saw in episode four. And some guy is helping them like stay safe as well. So it's in the this doctor. Attic, yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh oh fuck yeah. That's who it was. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. doctor. Oh, that you didn't Kathy realize shot. that? <laughs> no, I was like, why did he look familiar? And then that's why I watched this with a fever as well. Vex is over there. Like, is that my kindergarten teacher? Fuck, he looks familiar. <laughs> I thought it was Frank Darabont. I was like, what's Frank Darabont doing in here? Um, <laughs> it, it, uh, yeah anyway <laughs> so the doctor and that's why kathleen was interrogating that doctor in episode four okay yeah mm -hmm. so yeah they're hiding out in this attic and you know like what's his face sam is very scared and henry's oh wait is sam sam is the older one or no, no henry's the only one yep okay and henry's talking to the old dude and he's like is he scared and he's like yeah he's like he's scared because you're scared and he's like oh 
So then he goes and he tries to like comfort his brother by giving him like crayons and stuff. And they start drawing on all the walls and then it cuts to like 10 days later. And they're still up in this attic. They look up and look out the window there. They can see that now the, the hunters are patrolling with like the military vehicles and all this stuff. And now they're out of food. And this guy hasn't come back, presumably because Kathleen decided to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of saving a doctor, which, you know, we yeah. went into that plot point. Why would a doctor be ha- useful in any way, shape, or well, form? Well, he wasn't useful in that moment. And then she was like, I'm just going to off this motherfucker. She, she pulled a useful right thing. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, we have no food. We have to leave. So they start like going down like from the attic into the building and like they come to a giant door and there's some glass windows over the door. So Henry decides to look out to make sure that the coast is clear. And this is where we see the scene from episode four where Joel had crashed into the street front window when they came into Kansas when they were ambushed. And you see Joel from a different perspective taking down hunter guys. Yeah. And Henry's like, oh, shit, basically. Um, Wait, so he def- what did he say? He said, oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. I, mean, I like how there was a pause in between them the first time. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm Black History Month, too. <laughs> you got to be a stereotypical bitch like that, huh? Oh, They're shit. being stereotypical by shooting up Michigan State, so. <gasps> I went there. I don't get it. There was a mass. There was a shooting at Michigan State like two nights ago, and it what was happened? A, a black guy went onto the Michigan State campus and he shot eleven people. I think three of them died. He yeah, was not were. a student there. No, it wasn't he, a student. He was a forty-something-year-old dude. And the conspiracy here, Vex is all oh, about conspiracies. Back the, to conspiracies. The conspiracy here is that um, because he's black, the media is not reporting on it. Yeah. Uh, that does Which, happen. By the way, while <laughs> that was happening, they were also trying to put out pictures and statements that the shooters were two white guys at the same time. Just like to point that out. But cool. then they realized they were wrong. And then they stopped. I was recording. just gonna say it's misdirection. It's like how when the Vegas shooting happened, they're like, oh, it's just one guy, but there were many reports of multiple shooters. That's all. Yeah, but everybody had their cell phone out and there's no video of it and some, and any of that. So The ATF and FBI were straight on this right away too as it was happening, which is also kind of weird. Okay, god damn it. This is a Last of Us review. Sorry. Okay, back to the Last of Us. <laughs> Let's, yeah. Let's touch so, back on that during a conspiracy podcast or something. Sure. <laughs> so they end up, um, so yeah, Henry and Sam decide to start, you know, going through and then basically they run into, now we come to the scene where they're holding you know, Joel and Elliot gunpoint because they found them in their area, right? So they're holding the guns there and Ellie's like, dude, like, listen to them. Like, oh my God. And Joel's like, okay. So (laughs) (laughs) you do a better Joel than I do. (laughs) I know. Let's hold on. Let's see who does a better Joel and let's order at Chili's. All right. I think that I'll have a a salad with ranch dressing and then uh, for the main course, I'd like a full rack of baby back ribs with cinnamon apples as a side. Thank you. That's your order? That's, Thanks, Vex, for giving a shit. That's your order as a Texan? That's Joel's order Joel as a Texan. Joel is a Texan. He would not order a salad. 
What a hell. With oh, that's ranch, though. That's barely a salad. All right, Vex, your opportunity to order is Joel. Go ahead. Listen, Ooh. I just need sustenance. I don't <laughs> care what it is. You bring me what you have, and I'll oh, eat it. shit. <laughs> she owned your ass. She owned your ass so good. Wow. Well, when you've been embarrassed that publicly on a podcast, your own podcast, there's only one thing you can do. Yeah, about it. Up and down. Oh. Bump this shit dance across the town. Oh, all across town. <laughs> all across town. Bump that ass all across town. He wouldn't order specific things. Like, this dude literally is just like, I just need to survive. Just I'm thinking, <laughs> in my mind, Joel, this is pre-apocalypse Joel because he's at a Chili's. And in my mind, I'm like, he's from Texas. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. You're the Joel Texas didn't give expert. give a fuck about his own birthday as well. Hold on. Kelsey's been in Texas <laughs> for fucking three minutes and she thinks she's the fucking expert on Texasisms. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, compared to us. Huh? Why is he not ordering a steak, goddammit? I can hear it. <laughs> Mrs. Yeti was here because she needs to take the dog outside because he's acting, quote unquote, fishy. Ooh. Interesting. Fishy. fishy in the mountains. Hmm. You don't want it. It's not good. All right. Let's keep going. All right. Uh, so then, like, they, like, Henry's like, hey, I don't want to hurt you. So I'm going to choose to trust you. And we're like, okay, that's, like, I mean, not smart given the situation you're in already, but okay, let's go with that, you know, because. Black people are nice, right? Is that what you're trying to push? Um, <clears throat> it is kind of annoying that now every time there's like a, you know, like a deaf person in a show where it's like, oh, here you go with your fucking agenda again. It's not organic. That's it. It doesn't feel organic is the problem. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a pattern now that's identifiable. If at least it Could... felt organic, we wouldn't harp on it. I mean, Could I leukemia can of... lead to being deaf? Three Three shows in my mind have black deaf people in them and are very recent. What? Dahmer, The Circle, and this. Okay, well, Dahmer, like, that actually happened. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, he was actually So that doesn't really count. And who, what is The Circle? The Circle is a reality show that's on Netflix, which is hilarious, by the way. But it's all these people who are, like meeting each other over social media and and anyway. one of them happens to be deaf and so you're like woke uh, <laughs> no but i do find it interesting that they're bringing black deaf people to the surface it is kind of no it is an interesting trend back to back to back it's kind of yeah 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 it's a little there's a term for where you notice certain data points in a huge set of data and it's just because you're focused on it's confirmation bias i think yeah that happened when i was buying a car like suddenly you see that car everywhere that also happened when the vet told you that it was okay to give your dog tylenol we like we established that all the vets in your area are fucking stupid bro why are you bringing her down why are you bringing her down like that i'm sorry i'm sorry you're right that is my bad let me bring kelsey do you hear me Mm mm-hmm I apologize, and I, to make it up to you, I give you this. Bye, show me how it works. Shake oh, that ass, show you. me how it works. Side to side, night or day. And, and as a thank you, wait, wait, wait. As a thank you, I got this for you. Yes. There you go. Thanks, dude. We all good. We all nice. good. Nice. 
Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, they decide, Henry just decides to trust him. So then it cuts to them, like, eating all together because, like, Sam and Henry haven't eaten in days. And these guys just robbed poor dead Bill and his gay lovers. So they've got all this cool food and swag and everything. Oh, uh, hey, that reminds me of something that Mrs. Yeti pointed out that I told myself I had to bring up on the review. Okay. What did Joel need? So like Close. what started what did this what started this he needed baby, baby back ribs but what started this whole ordeal what did joel need from bill no just what did he need he needed a shirt <laughs> all right <laughs> i don't fucking know okay he needed, really, he needed a truck he needed a battery play. for a truck oh a battery. yes he needed a battery for a truck mm-hmm. what did bill have a truck a battery and a truck <laughs> He didn't have a battery. He had a way to make your own battery. Yeah, he had a way to make your own battery. battery. Not only that, but he also had a truck. And they were friends. And we established that Bill wasn't going anywhere. His whole goal was staying put Mm -hmm. and fortifying his shit. So he really didn't need a truck. He really didn't need a battery for that truck. And he was at at the end of his life. So he was about to kill himself with his lover, husband. And he knew that Joel needed a battery. And so this whole fucking thing could have been avoided. Had Bill just been like, here's my truck. Because mm-hmm. Bill Wait, could have gotten another truck he... because there, he lives in an entire abandoned town. How many trucks do you think are in that entire abandoned town? Couple. At least more than one. He's got a fucking boat. So yeah, there's a couple trucks. Yeah. Wait, wait. How did how would Bill have known that he needed a battery? Because Joel would have been like, I need a battery to go save my... And weren't they... Wasn't Bill sending radio messages to Joel? Like, they, yeah. were, they were buddies. Yeah, they were sending... He's the one that sent the message in episode Plus, one. if you're Joel and you need a battery and you've been having dinners with Bill for years, you wouldn't oh, yeah, that's true. have fucking known that he had that? Plot yeah, this, conveniences. This whole fucking journey with him and Ellie could have would have totally been avoided given what we know now about Bill, thanks to the show, fleshing out just, Bill's character. But we needed a really great gay love. We need a docking scene on TV. There you go. Mm. Oh, all right, so keep going. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're eating poor, robbed Bill stuff, and then they're just like, like, we need to get out of the city. Hold on, I feel like I'm missing a scene. What happens after this? I feel like we're going back to episode three. What's happening? A little bit. Um... Okay, after that, oh, fuck, what happens after that? After they I eat? can help you remember. Are, are you ready? I will help you. Reach for the speed. Oh, God. Reach for the whistle. Did you just rickle me with Reach for the Follow the rainbow sun. Follow it, Kelsey. Follow the rainbow sun. To a shining time station. Where dreams can come true. Waiting there for you. Now you remember, right? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just played the song. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. It's Didn't in the they... Shining Time Station, Vex. Fuck. Huh? That's where One it more is. time? All right. <laughs> Reach for the speed. Well, reach for it. Reach for, reach for the, the whistle. whistle. Go where, Go where the, the rail may run. run. Reach for, the word. reach for him. 
Reach for the storm. That's my favorite part. To, to a shining station. What dreams come true? Waiting there for you. So now you remember, yeah? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Fuck. You're fucking no. with me. You remember now. I don't remember that. <laughs> you heard Shining Time Station twice. You do. You remember. Oh. Oh. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. We find out that. Reach for the speed. <laughs> Reach for the whistle. Go with the railing. Fucked up. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so sorry, I skipped a scene here. Okay, I sk- I forgot. During the flashback part, we see Kathleen interviewing a bunch of, or she'd captured like a bunch of the informants from Fedra that was feeding information about the hunters yes. and whatnot. Yeah, and she was interrogating them on yes. the was, right? <laughs> yes, and, um, and she was talking to them like they're a bunch of children. She's like, okay. So you yeah. traded information about my brother for fucking apples? Hmm. Yeah, for medicine and shit. Yeah. And it's I was just like, yeah, I, I would too, you dumb fucking bitch. Really, just full woman moment. And then hot beard Perry's just standing there like, what is this bitch doing? Like, what, what the fuck? So yes. she gets... Yes! Yes! Yes, that's what I'd like to do on Perry's beard. So what ends up... <laughs> <laughs> what ends up happening is... So after they get the Whoa. information that she wants from from one of the informants. Um, yeah, Vex, I also don't know why she randomly went, wow. Because I'm still thinking about her writing his beard and I'm traumatized. <laughs> so much so that you interrupted her next sentence yes! to just be like, wow. <laughs> yes, because I'm now I'm visualizing and it is okay. uncomfy. You have a vivid imagination, first it, of all. I, I think do. that needs to be applied. Go back to Raquel Welch. Go back to Raquel Welch. Oh, God. Okay. There you go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to need so, a minute. Um, they, get, they get the information they need, and they leave the room, and she's like, we have to go to Henry now. And Perry's like, shouldn't we just like lock down the city first since we just overtook this? And then I have a question. Yeah. Is it weird to beat off to someone who's dead? Only if they're watching you from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> or hell. <laughs> or hell. If they're watching, then yeah, that's fucking weird. How would you know? I don't know. Is it like a force <laughs> ghost in Star Wars? They show up behind you and they're like, mm, yes. <laughs> Maybe you have one of 8750's magic balls. Oh, my crystals! <laughs> crystals? Is it like a? Crystals. Is it like one of those magic eight balls that you shake? Exactly. Uh, that you shake and move around. Yes, move it, shake it, shake it, move it. Do it our way. So fuck what they say. Dance with me now. If you really ain't known, let me show you how. Yeah. Wait, we missed the instructions. Like right, forward, right. back, drop real low, girl, just like that. Can we? T- oh, drop it low, just like that. Yeah. To the back of your throat, where it will trigger your gag reflex. That's right. Oh, all right. Wah, 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 wah. So yeah, um, Perry makes some really logical suggestions to a woman when they just overthrew a government entity, and she's like, "No, I need to get my revenge like right now. Fuck this town." So <clears throat> yeah, I missed that part. Okay. Yeah, because she was like, per- she goes, "Henry's not my seventh priority, Perry." Yeah. 
just like that. She's fucking dumb. And I'm like, <laughs> and why does he want to bang her again? Remind me. I don't know. I don't know. Because she wait, he wants to bang her. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. We're gonna come to that later on in the episode, but it's very C-O-M-E clear. O M E or C U M. Depends on which side you're on. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what song you were going with. <laughs> there it is! Yes! <laughs> Thank you, Yep. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, fast forward back. Okay, so they decide to sleep, and then like in the morning, they'll figure out a new plan. So they left this little hideout where they were sleeping. And now they're at the top of the office building and Henry is showing them like, oh, here's Kansas now with Fedra gone. So he draws out this map and it's just a square and it shows the highways all around. He's like, here's how we need to get out. And in the background, you hear Sam laughing with Ellie and Henry's like, oh man, it's been a long time since I've heard that. It's really nice. And Joel's like, get to the point. So they go, he shows them like, okay, here's all the highways around Kansas. Here's a way that we can get out. It's through these tunnels underground. And then he's like, okay, so why haven't you done it? Well, I saw how you took out all these guys and we're not great with a gun. So you can help protect us while we get out. And he's like, okay, are there like, how do you know that no one's going to be down there? And he's just like, because it turns out like Fedra drove all of the infected underground 10 years ago and they've been down there. And recall back in season four, there was that instance where Kathleen and Perry go down into the basement of a building and the, the ground is moving, right? Which, yeah, it was you know, rippling yeah. like water and y'all were like, no, it's a heartbeat, you bitch. It was. I remember this. <laughs> did you go back and rewatch it? <laughs> no, no, it I was. did not. But I'm probably wrong, as we saw with the. Well, bed okay, situation. just think about it this way rocks don't ripple. I mean, I thought that too, but there they were, rippling away. <laughs> yeah, and people don't get infected by mushrooms. <laughs> I mean, but they get infected are. just a different way, you know. <laughs> so, <clears throat> oh, oh, there could have. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm okay. Anyways, what uh, was that? Yeah, what was that? What happened? I was just like, I made a connection to the band infected mushroom in my head but i was like will they get it no no they don't yes so that's why i went oh um so yeah so they're just like okay we'll do it so they go underground they find the tunnel and as they soon as they get into the um like the area that leads into it henry's like see it's okay and joel's like shut the fuck up you dumbass you don't know if it's clear right because you know they the infected respond to sound so they're walking and they're walking and they're walking and they come across this door and there's all these there's like a portrait of a rainbow around it and all these sunshines and everything so they go in and it's like like, we're just letting her retell the episode yeah (laughs) and we're just like "Uh uh-huh i'm like wow this is good a lot of thrilling commentary being thrown by me and you (laughs) yeah uh, yeah, I did have. Uh, please feel she free has to one interject. Of those soothing voices that just like makes me want to just listen to it all day. I'm here for Aww. it. Yeah, Thank like oh, I mean, you have the female version of Aaron's voice. Like the Aaron female ha- version of Aaron's voice. Like Aaron's voice is very soothing and relaxing, and I could listen to him talk all day. And so is yours. And so they're both just excellent voices. Oh my God, Kelsey. <laughs> Gay. Yeah, you get it. Boner. 
You're right. 100%. All right, so they walk through the rainbow door, and then what happened? So they go into the rainbow door, and they find out that it was like an old kind of like classroom slash living area where there were clearly a lot of children because there were toys and, you know, there's a little soccer thingy painted on the wall. And it was, it looked like a daycare center, essentially. And Joel's like, oh, I heard of these. Because when people first were kind of reacting to this whole outbreak, uh, people had gone underground and created like these little living areas to kind of escape not only the infected, but the military as well. Because recall, they were just fucking mowing people down. Yeah. So <clears throat> there was a bit of a missed opportunity here, I feel. Because so in this area here, because remember, they keep saying in all the interviews like, oh, it's going to be really dark and degenerate and all this stuff. And they're like, you didn't go degenerate here, bitch. I don't see no dead kids at all. So uh. in the game, in the game, when they find this area, right, there's some children's bodies in there and everything, and they're all skeletized, and there's a note that you could read. And on the note, it says, like, if they come, it'll be, like, I'll make sure it's quick and painless, essentially. Like, I don't think those are the exact same words, but that's essentially it, meaning that eventually they got overrun in that area, and whoever was taking care of the children popped them in the back of the head, right? <clears throat> Yes, you have to that make is pop grim. Noise? Yeah, that was like even a kissy <laughs> pop noise. She was like, "Yeah, that was uncomfy." So if people come, I'm gonna go up to that five year old and be like, <laughs> "To the back of the head." Look at the flowers. <laughs> Think of the bunnies. But yeah, there were no bodies here. This just looked abandoned, and there wasn't like any blood or anything. So Henry's like, "Hey, you know what? Like, we should just wait until nightfall because like all those guys are up there patrolling. At least we'll have the shadows to cover us." So while they're here, like, Ellie and um, Sam are starting to get along because it turns out that they like the same comic book. Excuse me. And Sam has this little, like, note, like, shake it notepad kind of thing, which you can move as well. You lift what? the cover up. Yeah, you it, lift the and cover. And it erases it. I was trying to get you to play the, the sound, the shake it, move it, because that's what they had to do to... <sighs> oh. Well, it wasn't an Etch-a-Sketch, goddammit. Basically was. But if it wasn't um, Etch-a-Sketch, you know you'd how, how you'd clear it? How? Up, straight to the top, to Bradley, and won't ever stop. Stuck in a zone, you ain't alone. Uh, uh, don't remember the rest. Uh. <laughs> Me either, bitch. I don't remember the rest either. So they start uh, bonding over this comic, right? And this was kind of some of the superheroes that Sam was drawing on the walls earlier in the episode when they were hid out in that attic before. So um, she starts like, she understands he's deaf, so she gets real close and she starts really trying to properly pronounce and enunciate her words so that he can read her lips, right? And for a moment, I was like, oh, because remember when we did the last episode review, I was worried that they weren't going to be able to match the innocence factor because they took that out of Ellie here, right? Yeah. And for a moment they yep. got it, and then she's like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm like, oh. Uh, yeah, you told me, though, that you thought that Ellie was actually alright this episode. She she had redeeming qualities in this episode. She was better. Her like, interaction with Sam was precious. Yeah, yes. it was. Um, but yeah, I was just like the fuck yeah dude at the end. It was like, oh, because it was really nice to see her acting her age. And then they just had to throw in the swearing, right? Like even when they get into that area, she's like, can't we just wait here? There's shit to do. I'm like, you can't just say there's stuff to do. Like, girl, nope. please, you know. She's so a, <clears throat> She's a hardened juvenile. 
Who's actually 18? You also sent me an article that apparently Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal bonded on the set of The Last <laughs> of Us by talking about gender spectrums. Yes, which is really weird and no. is technically grooming, by the way. <laughs> it's fucking really weird because Pedro Pascal is 47 and Bella Ramsey is 18. Mm-hmm. I am 35 and I could not imagine having a conversation with an 18 year old at all, let alone being 47 and talking about gender spectrum and bonding with them over gender spectrum. That's fucking weird, bro. Really weird. Well, maybe he was just curious, like just trying to understand it because she's a they them. Tell me all about your they them ness. Yeah. That's yeah. Still weird. It's fucking weird. weird. Yeah. Um, so imagine the conversations he's had with that infant baby Yoda that he's on set with all the time. I know. Do you think he talks to baby Yoda about like, Hey, are you non-binary? He's like, you gay yet? Hey, Grogu, you a boy, a girl, or a they, them? What's going on underneath that robe? Can I look? (laughs) Let me take a peek. What are your pronouns? So when I talk about you behind your back, I know exactly how to refer to you. Oh, God. In the meantime, while they're while fucking Sam and Ellie are bonding, um, Henry and and Joel are having a conversation, right? And sorry, Sorry. giggle is making me giggle. (laughs) The thought of Pedro Pascal having conversations about sex with a puppet is amusing to me. (laughs) I'm comfortable. Hey there. Can I put my hand inside of you? Oh! <laughs> That's fucked up. Oh, he's a fresh one, I see. Oh. I just want to move you around and maybe shake you. <laughs> if I stick it up there far enough, move. can I make your I'm ass move? Like boom, and I bump that shit like bam. <laughs> anyway, Bex, you were oh. saying. Oh, I bump that shit weird. like bam. Oh. <laughs> we're all broken now yay so so henry and and joel are just like bonding because like earlier henry held a gun to him and he was like it's not my first time and joel's like what do you mean by that and henry was like so here's what happened here's why this dumb bitch kathleen is after me it's because Sam has leukemia and there's medicine that Fedra has and surprise, surprise, they're very low on it, but I need it to save him. And in order to get it, I turned in the leader of the hunters, which was Kathleen's brother and they killed him and she found out. So now she's after me essentially. Yeah. Uh, yes. I just said, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So after a while, they decide, okay, now it's dark enough, so let's go. So they start walking through an abandoned part of the town, and they're like, Sam is asking Henry, like, oh, why can't we use our lanterns? It's just like, because, you know, the the Texan man said that it might draw attention to us. And they're like, why? There's no one here. Yeah, don't even worry about it. It's fine. And then... Right. Exactly. A bullet comes whizzing past them. So they all run to duck behind cover. I mean, it was it was a single fire. It wasn't a machine gun. Yeah, yet another dude hanging out with a bolt action fucking rifle. What? Why? Why? Because Hollywood knows nothing. Who owns a bolt action rifle? Apparently, I mean, everyone in the apocalypse. 
<laughs> it's it's crazy. Like I I own many a gun, but I don't own a single bolt action. Like I kind of wanted a Ruger 1022 that's bolt action just because it's like just sturdy as a rock. But like I, if if it was end times and I was grabbing my go-to gun, it would not be that. That would be a stupid fucking choice. Why are you I, smacking your lips there, Vex? I, I'm just speechless because I agree. I'm just like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's tutting at us. I wasn't sure if it was hey. you or if it was your pussycat and it's eating. Oh, no, no. The food's all done. So he's That reminds me of something. When we first met, you were like, I love Noel Fielding. He's so great. I'm like, have you seen The Mighty Boosh? And you were like, no. And I was like, what? And so have you seen it? I've watched three episodes of The Mighty Boosh. Did you like it? Yes, I did quite enjoy it. Yay! So thank you for that, Mr. Jefferson. I appreciate that. Um, also, just made me feel like a teenage girl again because Noel Fielding totally dresses like the guys I had crushes on when I was a teenager. Holy <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Noel Fielding! I was wondering... Okay, okay. Oh, I boy. just made a connection. He's uh-huh. on the Great British Baking Show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And he's this young guy with the dark hair in the Mighty Boosh. Uh-huh, yeah. right. Holy fuck. You didn't know that was the same guy? No. <laughs> My mind is fucking blown right now. How Holy do you not fuck. know that's the same guy? He's got the exact same haircut. His face got fatter. That's the only difference. Yeah, he got old. That's it. <clears throat> Dude, I had no goddamn idea. <laughs> no fucking clue. That's wild. He didn't change what he looks like at all. And he, he looks very hair, distinct. And his hair Kinda. is like white now. He does no, look it's different. Not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It is. You is wrong. it really? Is his hair actually white? Yeah. No, it's not. I'm Google it. Where? Show me. I'm Google. I'm giving it a goose. I don't see it. On the. I'll show you. I'll show right. you. He's got mutton chops. Interesting to know that this is the type of dude that Vex had a crush on. So I'm guessing you liked, you know, Willow Wallow. You liked Russell Brand. I still like Willow Wallow, first of all. That now man that's can get a dude any which way. who got old but still looks fine. Exactly. Exactly. If all you do is drink and never eat, apparently you can keep it rocking well into your 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, my ex-boyfriend, actually, before I got married, he kind of looked like a slightly browner Russell Brand and even kind of acted like him. Actually, okay. You saw you saw a fucking forgetting Sarah Marshall, right? And get of into the Greek. Of course I did. I know inside of you on guitar. <laughs> if I could high five you, I would high five you right now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's the same guy I was thinking of, by the way. What? He's not what? the same. He's not the same guy. No feeling was, isn't? He, I mean he is the he is the same guy and he's on that show, but he's not the same guy who I saw that was on the show. He has white hair. And thought, yeah. And you guess. <laughs> yeah, I fucking I fucked up again. Go go home. Surprise. Get drunk. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, continue. Sorry. Um, I don't know where I was. You were saying uh, Brown Russell Brown. <laughs> no, oh yes. Okay, so my Brown ex Russell was basically Brand. exactly like um Aldous Snow. Yeah, he just wanted to basically oh. fuck everything and he thought he was a hippie and peaceful and all this shit but he did really he had really horrible habits like that um, type of charisma works for russell brand because he's like a famous celebrity but if you're just some dick in canada it ain't working bubs pretty much yeah pretty much. 
I love that you're calling him Bub like your dad calls the kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> like an old man. Like father, Kelsey. like son. Kelsey, that is a fucking awesome, like Yeti Yef lore callback. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. So Vex, my dad would do this thing that's hilarious. It'd just be like random little kids in the neighborhood. And he'd just call them all Bubs. <laughs> Look at that stupid little bub. No, much. you're like, hey, bubs, how you doing? You having a good day, bubs? Better get on that bike. Better get going. <laughs> and the kid is like, my name not bubs. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the kid Chinese? Because <laughs> we, we lived in Little China. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. And then we'll get back to the last of us, I promise. <coughs> take a take a take a sip of water real quick while we listen to some of this jam. Here it is. Sing, Kelsey. I can't. I don't know the words, but I can. You hum. can. You can guess. Seems like that. Yeah. I think I nailed a lot of them. The key ones. All right. Vex. You're all good. You're all good. Okay, so then they start getting shot at. So yes, they... they start getting shot at by this guy in the house, and like Sam and Henry are like, oh, we gotta go. So they try to run away, and Joel's like, what are you doing? And they come back to the car, so Joel's like, listen, I'm gonna go sneak into the back of that house and take him out. You guys just wait here. And Ellie's like, no, what, what are you gonna shot? He's like, do you trust me? And she was like, uh-huh. So he runs off. Sam and, and uh, <sighs> Sam and Henry both had the a fine idea, literally. He's at a he's in a house at the end of a block in a neighborhood. Do you know how avoidable his line of sight? Like you, you can get out of his line of sight very easily between houses, cars, fences, all that type of shit. So when they were like, "Let's just fucking run a different direction," yup, that'll work. Yeah, but then yeah, they ended they up turning went, right back around. Yeah, because they were scared. If they had just run instead of going straight behind them, if they had just gone off to the right behind the houses, they could have just kept going. In all honesty. Yep. So um, easily, this this whole trap was easily avoidable because yeah, Joel sneaks around, goes up, and he comes up behind some old guy who's sitting there in a the chair with his bolt action gun, and mm-hmm. he pulls out his gun and he's like, "Hey, just put the gun down and don't fucking do shit for ten minutes. That's all you got to do. Just fucking sit there." And then the guy's like, "No," and he turns to sh- point the gun at Joel, and then we just cut to Ellie and all them, and then you just hear a gunshot. Implying that Joel had to do what needed did. And then we find exactly. out that there's a radio up there. And on the radio is Kathleen being like, so where are they? We're almost there. Hold tight. So it's like, oh, so you could have used all this time to escape because apparently there's just one fucking guy on patrol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then in comes Kathleen and they're in this like the bulldozer truck that's got a big Some plow Mad on the Max front. Truck, essentially. And it says run on the front of it. And the Easter egg guy I watched was like, see, this is on there to show how mean they were because that's clearly for people to read, not for cars to read, obviously. So, like, they became the new Fedra. People Get don't it? think that deep into this. Oh, he went on this whole thing about how people are lonely because they're in holes. He's like, Frank was found in a hole because he was lonely, and so was Bill. He was also found in a hole because he was lonely. And don't forget that then Joel and Ellie... And the Sam and Henry, they all end up in a hole because like, and and the old man in the sniper tower was also in a box, which also shows that you're low. I'm like, bruh, 
you are grasping at straws on this one. Yeah. And then he's like, and then he said that the infected also came from a hole. He's like drawing this whole thing. I was like, you went to film school, clearly. And I think you remember a couple of things. And so now you're like, oh, holes mean lonely. I mean, and you I gotta point out hole. the holes. I got a hole for Perry. So I there got the holes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta be lonely if you don't um, want up to ontario hold on so then they show up in the big bulldozer that says run and then another fucking stupid thing happens joel's like run you gotta run and so they just run down the middle of the fucking street away from the car that's like bulldozing shit out of the way and it's like turn just turn mm-hmm. and go turn, left yeah. go right Pick one. The only way you should not go is running toward it, obviously. And then running away from it is like directly away is getting you nowhere. Just, just turn. And then Left Ellie right, trips turn. right in front of the fucking bulldozer. Because of yeah. course she does. Because her eyes are too set. Like they're too far apart. So she can't her, properly see. Her depth right? perception is horrid. All right. Yeah. And what? then meanwhile, since Joel is in that building now where that, you know, shot was before, he's trying to take out his driver and he misses like the first three shots. And then finally he nails him. And the car and the the van thingy careens off to the left into a house, right? And then, like, yeah. But then, like, right after that happens, then Kathleen and her, you know, army or whatever show up. So they all hide behind a car. Can I describe this part? Because it's so fucking dumb. Go ahead, please. Sam? Henry? I keep forgetting Henry's name. That's why I paused for so long. I'm like, what the fuck is it? And Ellie. So the, the three of them. They hide behind just a car on the road. And Kathleen comes up with her whole army, all of them, guns drawn. They're all pointed. Well, a couple of them are pointed up at Joel in the tower, and then a couple more are pointed like at the one car. And it, by the it, it just emptiness around the car, just one car that they're hidden behind. And Kathleen's like, "You better come out because you, I, I got you." And so just come out and make it easier for all of us. And I'm just like, just circle the car. Why are you having this negotiation in this whole long speech? They're just right there. Just go get them. They're right in front. They're Mm -hmm. five feet from you. Just go around the car. It's not like they're behind a wall or a fence or something that this army can't just encompass. Just go get them. They're right there. What are you doing? Oh, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) But we get a speech. Mm -hmm. Dex, do you want to tell us what the speech was? Henry, where are you? Come out. I don't, I don't want to come out. Henry, you knew this was coming. Just come out. No. If you don't come out, the boy gets it. Oh, come on, man. I mean it, Henry. Every child deserves to die. But the kids. Kids die all the time, Henry. It's not a big deal. Fine. If I come out, uh, don't kill him? Fuck you. I'm totally marking that kid. I'll come out anyway. (laughs) Why did you kill my brother? How could you? Because cancer. That's not a good enough reason. And now I have to hold this gun looking like a ditz and kill you. (laughs) I had a good run. Like she's gripping a cock, man. It was weird. I didn't notice. That's funny. It didn't look natural at all. The way she held that gun. And then so (laughs) conveniently, because plot, Mm -hmm. I I hate plot conveniences. The truck that that 
careened into a house and then crashed and lit everything on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sinks into the ground and outbursts a ton of infected that are crawling like it's literally they hired the coordinator from Planet of the Apes. He's the guy who taught the clickers how to come out of that hole. And oh, I uh, thought it was more like 28 days later, like the, they got the 28 days later person in there, flew him in from England, you know, continue. But it was actually the Planet of the Apes guy. Oh, I watched oh, the- <laughs> sorry. Okay, go I, on. I watched the behind the scenes thing and they said I it fucking was. 9-11'd myself. It's all good. Go ahead. I 9-11'd myself. <laughs> hey, <laughs> seniors out there, you know, graduate, <laughs> graduation's coming up. And if you're looking for a senior quote, <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I 9-11 myself might be a perfect senior quote for your yearbook. What the guys for the Monday show were talking about is this, I forget what the guy's name is, but he did a skit where it's Sylvester Stallone making a documentary on 9-11. And it's called The Day We Got 9-11. I'll send you the video. The Day We Got 9-11? Yeah, that's what the documentary is called. Oh my God. The day was 9-11. What? Wait. He, wait, he's actually making a documentary? It's an actor impersonating Sylvester okay. Stallone who's making Being funny. Yeah. Oh. Is he's the making guy... a documentary called The Day We Got 9-11 about 9-11. Okay. I thought this was a real documentary called that, and I was like, what the actual No, 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 no. This is a parody, parody. Okay. okay. Uh, who's the guy who did it? Kyle something. Kyle Dunnigan. Okay, that's there we right. Go. Yes. I was trying so hard to remember Kyle Dunnigan's name and I, I had nothing. So when you said Kyle, it got me there. Uh, there oh, go. yeah, dude. He does a funny Sylvester Sloan. He does a fucking fantastic Bill Maher. Yeah. So they, they, they showed me that. And now it's just, you know, whenever we fuck up, it's just we 9 11 ourselves. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So then conveniently, the truck sinks, all these infected pour out, including a bloater. A bloater is basically the Hulk of infected and something so also like okay, and compounding on top of the dumb of having a negotiation of like come out henry when he's just behind a vehicle in front of you it's like just go fucking grab him yeah uh, with the fucking 30 guys you have with you by the way <laughs> yeah why are you even having this conversation just walk over there and shoot him so she's holding a gun to henry when all of this happens and she turns to look as a bloater comes out and she's like whoa it's like just <laughs> fucking shoot him if i hated somebody that much and something went down behind me i would shoot you and then i would turn and look mm-hmm. but then perry but perry does though and he shoots the fuck out of that bloater and nothing happens and then the bloater gets close enough and just rips his head right off oh i didn't yeah, see that of- perry died no so he goes to kathleen he's like whatever you do like don't turn around just keep running right so he fires the rest of the clip in his in his gun, and then he Magazine. pulls out his pistol, and the bloater picks him up, and it, you see the bloater in the background. Like, the camera's focused on Kathleen as she runs away, mm-hmm. but in the background, you see the bloater grab Perry, pick him up, and just pull his head off. like a uh, His just... beard couldn't save him from being decapitated yeah. after yeah. all. So, Kathleen, you dumb bitch, you killed the smart hot guy. That could have helped everyone in that settlement. That's kind of the point of Kathleen, though. She's so she's so focused on revenge that she doesn't handle the problem. Because if she would have handled this back when they first realized it was a problem, this wouldn't happen. But she was so focused on revenge, it was her downfall. Anyway, the stupid part she's I have because she's a woman, <laughs> dumb bitch. Um, so <laughs> the terrible, the the, the very dumb up. thing. <laughs> you say huh? to two women. Oh God, she a dumb bitch because she a woman. Yeah, yeah. she was a women. complete woman. Everything about her character, no reason, no accountability. She's a fucking woman. 
The one mm-hmm. guy that was fucking geared up and was like, hey, we gotta take care of this. We gotta secure the princess. No, I need my petty revenge so I can keep my fat ass happy. Dumb Henry bitch. is not my seventh priority, Perry. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, the dumb thing that happened that I've been trying to fucking say what it was the bloater comes out and just immediately smashes an army man picks him up Mm -hmm. throws him grabs another guy tears him in half picks up another one yeets him too and i'm just thinking to myself so the whole point of the infected is to like spread their infection to non-infected so that like this mushroom can reproduce right that's kind of the Mm -hmm. whole point of them but except for the bloater who's just like i'm just here to fuck shit up yeah (laughs) yeah like it was such a video game like comic book movie type of moment where it's like wait this has no logic whatsoever Mm -hmm. he's a gigantic so in the after the thing they're like well bloaters they've been infected since the very beginning so that's why they're so big because the infection has really done a number on them and it's like okay but so wouldn't they still be just trying to get uninfected and then infect those people and not just fucking shit up for the lulz like what yeah that's a good point Go back and watch that scene if you're bored and just think to yourself, yeah, what is the point of this thing? You know what my (laughs) thought was? Was that this kind of pissed me off and I should have mentioned it earlier, but when the car goes into the house and it blows up, it's like a humongous explosion. Right. And then the infected come out. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but like fire kills fungus. Like yeah, it's, like, it's like a whole thing in Pokemon Go. <laughs> like the fire types fuck up the grass types. And so like... You're right! <laughs> and so, why are the fucking infected coming out of the explosion site unscathed? Yeah, that's a good point. Because even um, also, humans why does slow the fuck up. There's like 30 to 40 military dudes all like geared up and none of them have a grenade. Right. Yeah. None of because if you just toss a couple frags in there, it would have taken care of most of that problem. Yeah, you'd have been fine. So in yeah. the meantime, this little girl zombie clicker chick. Hold is, on, hold on, hold on. You skipped a bit. They all just like start to scatter and Joel's in the tower and he's trying to cover Ellie. And uh yeah, now we get to the little girl. Sorry. Oh, and all of a sudden he's a fucking dead eye. He hits every Oh yeah, shot. yeah. He couldn't hit the truck, you know, that was no. pretty easy, but you know. Weird moving fungus zombies. Yeah. Spot on headshots all of them. <laughs> all day, every day. Headshot, headshot, 360 no scope. Bam. Mm-hmm. Well, he just practiced on that truck and now he's like an expert, you guys. Oh, and at one point they show him f- like the bolt action rifle gets all jammed up and he's like, oh, what the hell? And then all of a sudden he's just back in action again. It was like, ah, why does convenience? His, why does mm-hmm. his gun always jam at the most inconvenient times? Did they explain that in the after show, Yif? <laughs> sand <laughs> too much goddamn sand not enough gun gun oil apparently in well, during the apocalypse you use that pocket sand more frequently i will tell you what once you get into guns guns do fail quite a bit <laughs> like a lot do they fail the most convenient mo- moments no just kind of sporadically <laughs> it's just really kind of random um you know what might have helped you know, keep that gun well lubed as if he had a pocket dog. Oh, uh, dude, that one's behind the paywall now. Or, or if he had a wife that also liked to lube up her gun next mm. to you. Mm, mm, mm. That sounds nice. 
I guess it's not true. Like most, it's not true. Uh, I've just had different guns along the way that were like, dude, this thing is a problem. Like the magazine release will just get bumped like way too easy. And so the magazine just like pops out the bottom and then like the gun won't cycle because it's like no next bullet. I had a Walther that like wouldn't feed the round into the fucking chamber. It would just get stuck halfway. Like every three shots, it just gets stuck. I don't know. Just I've had a couple of guns along the way that was like, this gun fucking sucks. Um, that's not the point. So then Ellie is getting covered by Joel. She gets into a car to keep her away from the infected. But then in comes this little girl. And so Ellie's like, oh, fuck. So she's like jumping over seats to try to get away. And they did a cool thing with the little girl zombie clipper thing. She oh, yeah. like She like backfolds over the seat like she's a gymnast and just is like, ah. <laughs> like I'm coming for you, bitch. With, okay, here's the one thing that was weird for me in this whole scene is Ellie is dead quiet in this car, but the clicker is able to see her. Yeah. When they respond to sound? Yeah, why not? Plot convenience. I know, I I 100% agree. Like, all these dudes with guns firing off, I think they'd probably go after them first. Yeah, instead of the girl, like, crawling through a window into the dead... Like, because she doesn't even gasp or anything. She only makes a sound when she notices that the clicker notices she's there. But again, this whole time we've been told that, oh, if we stay quiet, we won't get attacked. Yeah, So, but plot. And Ellie also never is quiet. Ever. That bitch never <laughs> shuts up. <laughs> That's also true. That's true. So she gets out of the car and then they're all running away. They got they're like running towards where Joel is. They're about to escape, like Sam and Henry and Ellie. And then Kathleen catches up to him. Because of course she does. And uh-huh. she's like, Hey, you dumb bitch, I fucking caught you. And it's like, Yeah, perfect opportunity for you to make a speech instead of just mowing down the people you hate so much. Like just fucking shoot them. But uh-huh. she's like, Yeah, I got you. You see? Son of a bitch. And then once you know it, that little kid zombie clicker thing comes up. And I knew she that zo- that little kid zombie was going to be important because, like, you don't see any other little kid zombies. Oh, but yeah. And they this really one, played her up. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, that one's going to be important because it's the only one we've seen. And so, yep, that one sneaks up behind Kathleen, even after she gave her a whole speech about, like, little kids sometimes just need to die. And then a little kid zombie takes her down. And beats her face in, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then they end up escaping, which the escape out of this neighborhood was just a gate through a backyard. Yep. Which I thought was weird. And they don't get followed or... Yeah, I guess and no, the, no clickers yeah. notice them or see them or whatever, and then everyone else just kind of dies back there. Yeah. Yep. Plot convenience. Sure. So they find a motel um, outside of the zone or whatever, and it's like, okay, we'll just take it easy. So the kids take one room and then the adults are in the other, and... <clears throat> we see ellie bonding with sam again in this like first they're reading the comic book and he's like aren't you ever scared and she's like oh she tries to play it off and then she's like yeah like i'm always scared so then he reveals to her that he was bitten on his ankle uh during the whole instance in the in that neighborhood earlier and she's like like she tries to she tries not to show her disappointment so instead what she does is she shows her her arm where the old bite is and she tries to explain him like my blood will heal you so she does something which I thought this was really sweet, first of all. And again, this is another instance where they kind of redeem her character a bit. She takes that knife that she was, you know, flinging around earlier in the series. She cuts her wrist open and she puts hand. like her bleeding hand. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. She cuts her hand open and she puts her bleeding hand on Sam's cut. She's like, my blood will heal you. Like, you'll be fine. It's OK. She says, my blood is medicine. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, okay, okay. And then he said, he writes on his pad, like, will you stay awake with me? And she's like, yeah. 
So, of course, like, she doesn't stay awake. So, it cuts to the next morning. She's a dumb bitch, am I right? Chicks. <laughs> right? Like, She's in a chair. could wake up and kill you. Like, right. you don't fall asleep. Also, the adults are not checking on these kids at all. Right. In this abandoned motel after they were just literally chased down by a You're in conjoined bus. rooms. Wouldn't you have heard most of this happen? Yes. Yeah. So um, Ellie's in a chair and then Sam is on, there's two beds in the room there. And so he's on the second bed farthest away from her. And she like, she taps the chair and she's like, oh, fuck, he's deaf. He can't hear me. So she goes up to him and turns his shoulder. And it turns out that he had turned while she was asleep, which again, here's another weird thing. Suddenly it's like sound doesn't matter at all. Like, (sighs) yeah, Sam was just like sitting on the edge of the bed, totally turned into a zombie fuck. And it took Ellie coming up and be like, how you doing, buddy? For him to be like, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. which was weird. So then she starts screaming and they barrel through the door into the other room where the adults are. And Joel goes to reach for the gun. And Henry's like, no, fuck no. And he shoots at Joel's feet. And Joel's just like standing there with his hands up. So Henry finally realizes like, oh, fuck, there's that's that's Sam. Oh, no, that's an infected. He's on Ellie and Ellie's screaming. So without really like much hesitation, he just fucking pops Sam in the head. And you see him fly off. And then, so the I I found it really interesting, the camera angle they chose with that, because they don't show a dead Sam. They just show the blood pooling out of his head yeah, <clears throat> mm-hmm. to allude to the dead body. And then Henry's standing there with the gun still pointed. And he's like, what did I do? What did I just do? Like, what? And, like, Joel can sense what's, what's like, he's not in a good state. He's like, please, just give me the gun. It's okay. Give me the gun. And he's like, what, what did I do? And he turns the gun on himself, and he shoots himself in the head. And Ellie's like, oh, my God. And poor acting. This woman has no facial Like, range, now she way. gives a shit about death? Like, the, And this is the other thing I didn't understand is you made Ellie out to be this cold-blooded, like, bloodthirsty badass. And then all of a sudden, like, she's, oh, like, she's upset by someone's death? It's just, oh, life only matters if it's a life you know, right? Is that it? Yeah, that's how I see it. It's it's it was just weird. <laughs> it doesn't it con, it contradicts what they're trying to make Ellie be. I don't think so. She I bonded have. with that that little kid, and she bonded with uh Hen, like Hen, not Henry as much, but she bonded with Sam. And I don't know, makes sense to me. It didn't it didn't for me in all honesty. And her reaction was just really weak. But I think that's just more she's not a good actress. I thought it was honesty. a good scene, man. I was like, damn, that was it was acting. a good scene. Don't get me wrong, it was a very good scene. That's why I said like this was a good episode overall. Um, but it still just had a lot of bullshit. So then they're just like, ah, fuck. So they go and they decide to bury them because, like, they knew these people. And so all this okay, stuff. about them burying them. Mm-hmm. Didn't I say that they should bury Frank and Bill? Yes. And you guys but, were like, no, that's a waste of energy. But then here they fucking are burying people, like no, taking no, no. their so time, the thing, taking their energy <clears throat> to bury them. The, the thing with Bill and Frank was that in the letter it said don't come in the bedroom. So essentially he was honoring Bill's final Which is words. True. And Bill and Which Frank had true. been there for like a couple weeks. Like their bodies would have been fucking goo. Yeah, but yeah. like why bury like if if the logic stands that like that's a waste of their time and energy to bury a dead person, then why are we doing that now? Because those two dead people are more important. They're black, that's why. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> they were their friends. And then we get to see another loss of innocence moment for Ellie when she's like, I like when she's right on the pad. Like, I, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. She wrote, I'm sorry. And she stuck it on his grave. Because she yeah. fell asleep. And he it's an, mm, I think she's just sorry that her medicine blood didn't work. 
Yeah, that didn't. Yeah, she didn't heal him. And then that's the end of the episode. I thought that was a powerful moment. I thought, no, it's n- this is what I mean. This was probably the best episode we've gotten so far. And enough redeeming moments to actually make you as the viewer like Ellie, finally, right? It was just there were a lot of stupid inconsistencies and little plot conveniences. Yeah, that that's messed- what I didn't like about the episode was just the <clears throat> like the bloater just basically living for rampaging and them running down the middle of a road when they're being chased by a bulldozer. It's like fucking turn, stupid. So I, I admit I watched this episode twice because like I kind of forgot it. <laughs> I did too. And then I watched the Easter egg video and it luckily goes through like beat by beat by beat. So that reminded me of what happened. Okay, so watching it the second time, I feel like there's a couple things feels for the series. A, this is clearly a series that doesn't understand what it's doing in the sense that it doesn't know what it's doing with its main characters, Joel and Ellie. And it seems to be drifting in more of a direction where it's just like, oh, Joel and Ellie are kind of the timeline pulling all of these separate stories together, essentially. Oh, so you think instead of really focusing on Joel and Ellie, they're like, here's side characters. Pretty much, yeah. Because that's what Mm. most of this episode was. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, even though Joel and Ellie were in it, we didn't get a lot of focus on them. The focus was more on Sam and Henry, right? Which is just what happened to Phil and Frank. The focus to me was more on Ellie and Sam. Mm. Oh, come on. Out of every, all all the four characters that we follow, those two bonded. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. But even then, it's like still the focus was more on than Sam and Henry in general, right? Because they were kind of the reason for them to to get out and all that, and they yeah. really honed in on the relationship they had, right? I so see what to you're me, saying. this seems to be something to expect now, where it's going to be like episode of Joel and Ellie, then episode of these separate characters. Then it's exactly of like Ellie. the Mandalorian, where each episode is like, "Hey, here's an episode about Luke Skywalker." Hey. Here's an episode about Ahsoka. Hey, here's an episode where Boba Fett comes. So there was that. And then realizing that, I was like, okay, there was a fucking missed opportunity with A, the hunters, and B, how the fucking bloaters happened. There was a really missed... Okay, so I feel if they're starting to expand on all these backstories, I feel like they could have expanded the hunter story a little bit more. Because all we see them is like as this bloodthirsty militia, but it's clearly there's like some complex relationships there, okay? Not necessary, but would be interesting. Secondly, the whole action sequence where all of the the zombies or whatever come out of the ground and all that, we don't really... It would have been interesting to see a little bit more, I guess, like hints as to the fact that, oh, these guys are not just staying the 20 years, they're evolving in some way. So it would have been interesting to just have like little Easter egg drops showing us like how they had like, oh, the vines are all connected, like in the network and all that stuff. Right. That's never come back up again. (laughs) Yeah. And why do some of the fungus like actually become fully fungi? Like, right. Up against the wall. Like, why do some of them actually turn into like full blown organic Some just become tanks. Yeah. Yeah. So it would have been nice to kind of see that along the way as the characters encounter them, like, oh, they are evolving or there's this variety and all stuff, instead of just springing a bloater on us. That was kind of weird and a missed opportunity to, to better improve the universe you're trying to build. That's all. Yeah, they don't explain it at all. Like, yeah. the only reason why I knew what that was was because, Yef, you, you mentioned it in one of our reviews that there were different types and blah, 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 blah. 
So yeah. that's the only reason why I know. But anybody else who's like me, who's never played the game, but is watching the show would be like, what in the actual fuck is going on? It was super comic. That whole scene where they came out of the ground was so comic book movie. It was like, all right. So this show, like The Last of Us likes to pride itself on being like, no, we're not just a zombie thing. We're actually more complex than that. And it's like, nah, <laughs> you're just a zombie thing. You're just yeah. zombies that look like you have coral stuck to your head. Pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty much. So that's what I mean. Like, I feel like this now this series is starting to miss opportunities to be better, essentially, or match whatever pacing and tone or, you know, flow they're trying to, they're giving to us so far. They're not so moving it or shaking it very well. No, they really aren't. They really aren't. No, they could take some pointers from. They could uh, take some tips from Skippy. Yeah. So I don't know who I, I mean, am. So we, I'm feeling so free. Move it, shake it, shake it, move it, move. Again, this is the best episode that we've had so far. I still like. There is great emotion. We finally get more understanding of Ellie, and she has some redeeming moments. Like they took a step back with Joel, though. I'm like, this is like a moment where you could have really built up the fact that Joel used to be a father with the children laughing and with them playing and all that stuff and with him becoming more protective of Ellie. They did tap on it a little bit because Henry was like, you're her dad. And they're like, no, no, that's not. And then Henry goes like, well, you're somebody's dad. I can tell. And did you know that that's a real thing? What? That women, especially when they have a child, their brain, like the chemistry of it, it changes. And same with guys. It changes, especially if you have a daughter. That makes sense. That makes sense. In all yeah. Honesty, I can see that. Um, but I like it's still I don't know for for those of us that are still childless, unfortunately, it's just not as obvious. Right. It, but isn't it weird that the person who noticed it in the show is childless? He's just the older fair. brother. Yeah, he's an older. Br- yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Good. Point. But he basically raised his because. Sam was born during this apocalypse. So he's basically raised his brother. He might as well be his father. True. Yeah. But I think the whole part about the brain chemistry changing happens because you're with them when they're infants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, and again, we got another instance where it's like the amount of character development we got for Sam and Henry in this episode is equivalent to like all of the development <laughs> we've had for Joel and Ellie over five episodes. That's true, because, like, let's see, we have, uh, you said there's nine episodes total? Yeah. So we got four left, and, yeah, their relationship is not something that I care about all that much. Like, if yeah. like if one That's of them I mean. fell like, and got impaled on some rebar, I wouldn't be that They really could have built up the father part of this in this, because there were a lot of opportunities for it to shine through, and they just kind of skated over it completely. Yeah, yeah they, they really did like spend a ton of time on just like side characters. Yeah. And because... that's why I'm expecting now for the rest of the series to just be like Joel and Ellie are the timeline which ties all these characters together. Yeah, but and Joel is... and Ellie are white people, guys. They're white uh... people. Yeah, but one of them is non-binary cares. or gay or whatever, so it's okay. Yeah, but we haven't gotten yeah. to that yet. So again, nobody cares until we get that... to their LGBTQ. They're definitely going to do the um the prequel, the le- the Left Behind DLC. So that'll probably be an episode or at least most of an episode where it'll be yeah. another. Here's a side character. Here's yeah. a side story. You're totally right. And I think see, that's having... gonna be... Yeah, that's going to be episode seven, I think. Having side characters that you spend a lot of time with in a video game is totally fine because video games go on for like 60 hours. You play a video game, I don't know, what do you think The Last of Us is? 30-hour game? Probably, I would say safely 20 hours. If you were blazing through it. 
not blazing through it if you're actually like you know you're exploring and you're doing side things and all of that stuff i would say 15 to 20 hours how long is the last of us um well while you're looking that up i'm at 14 hours i'm at 46 hours on hogwarts legacy y'all no one believes you nice i believe you well if you're not a patron i was gonna say if that's true where's the sign up Okay, I need to make a Patreon account then. Okay. Unless you like listening to those old episodes, then you might want to do Spotify. I'm already subscribed on, like, I'm a Spotify premium member. Yeah, but being a member of 8750 is different because then you're paying me and not Spotify. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, wait. So you're just saying I'm a. Sp- <laughs> <laughs> so what was your logic there? She just wanted everyone to know that she has premium on Spotify. I'm like, hey, you might want to be a Spotify member instead. And you're like, I already have premium. I'm like, but that's not what that that's not what this is. And you're like, I know. <laughs> she just wanted to brag about it. God damn. Yeah, are you just trying to gaslight me to look like a jackass? I am, yes. Okay, so either way, the game is 14 hours long, which is five hours longer than like it's almost 50% more than the TV show. So yeah, maybe don't spend so much time with side characters. Definitely don't spend an entire episode with two characters that are fucking dead. Like, dude, Bill and Frank, that's a total waste. So now I'm wondering, at the pace they're going and the way that they're laying out these episodes, right, with the side characters and everything, are we... I don't don't think season one will be all of game one. I think game one will be split into season two as well. Well, I... Maybe, but here's the thing that makes me disagree is they signed season two just a week or two ago, meaning they were going to see how the audience reception was and then give them the next season. I think that they didn't. So that means that when they made season one, they weren't banking on a season two. So I think they put the whole first game into season one. They were banking on a season two. They were 100% banking. No, if you are making a video game adaptation to film and you're banking on it being successful, you're a fool because most things that come from a video game fucking flop. Well, look at the Halo series. That got greenlit for a season two and it did fucking terrible. That's because it's on a network that has nothing else to give. Yes, you played the game. Vex and I have not played the game. Yeah. We're in the show. We are now like 60% done with this show. Okay? Yeah. Do you think that we have covered 60% of what happens in the game by yeah. now. Uh-huh. You do? Uh, let me think of what, because I'm not going to tell you what happens next, but like there's a big thing that comes up with some rebar, which I've hinted at enough. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's like a and thing that they'll Tommy. definitely cover. There's the stuff with Tommy. There's the stuff with the, um, Ellie gets herself in a situation that needs to get sorted out. And then there's the end moment. So, yeah, that oh, could yeah, be that's covered all the in four episodes. episodes. It yeah. could be, but let again flashback episodes, and one of those is definitely going to be a flashback of Ellie and her girlfriend. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because then if they do two seasons based on the first game, that's going to be. So I'm saying it might not. I'm not saying like the full second season will be the. I'm saying like part of the first game will bleed into the second season, so we'll still get like an immense cliffhanger at the end of this, but mm. we won't get kind of the full re-envisioning or whatever of the first game here so you think then season two will end the first game and then pick up i think season two will be a blend of both 
ending the first game and starting the second game. Because here's the other thing that, that I brought up. That would be up. so dumb. Hold on. Here's the other thing I brought up <laughs> in one of our earlier reviews, right? Yes. I'm Bella Ramsey is not a triple A star. So she is not enough to carry the show. They're not, they're going to milk Pedro Pascal as much as they can. Cause he's a hot commodity. Gotcha. I totally get what you're saying. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so that's, know, that's but... the two reasons I'm thinking of the way then you either got to change what the last of us two is, which they could do. They could be like, we're not losing. Pedro. I'd see. Here's the thing though. I don't think Pedro Pascal is that big of a star. He's, he's like he's basically he's more because of all the stuff he's been like especially after the Mandalorian he's more or less like a, a household name right his, he's in everything now his uh, dude I didn't even know what his Pedro Pascal looked like until he took off his helmet in <laughs> Mandalorian that's true. yeah that's true. I knew that dude's name only because I knew that he played Mando and I never even bothered to Google him so when his helmet came off and he had that helmet head I was like dude is ugly fuck <laughs> <laughs> I it's also like, thought the same thing. <laughs> keep the helmet on, bro. I was like, and then why did they do that? Why did they show him? Then we tried to... The next interaction I had with Pedro Pascal was trying to watch Wonder Woman 1984, which we turned off halfway through because we were like, no, this is so fucking bad. We're not, we're not finishing this one. That's one of the few movies that we were like, no, we can't. We can't. He was also in that, um, that fucking drug cartel show. Um, Narcos. Haven't seen it. Yeah which was also a popular thing. And he's been on SNL shorts lately. Like he's everywhere. He's well, he getting hosted hired SNL, everything. but like, like I said earlier, no one watches SNL at all. But people watch fucking Mario skits. Well, that's because Elon Musk was in it. Yeah. But you know what I say? You know what I mean? Like he's starting to become a, a face that you see everywhere and nobody cares about fucking two I get expression you. Bella Ramsey. I get you. I 100% yeah. get you that he is a way bigger star than her. All I'm saying is he's not Brad Pitt. Oh, agreed. Agreed. He's not great. He's not big, but he's big enough that he could pull a crowd just based on his name. I don't think that's true. I think that people recognize him. That's what I mean. He's no Henry Cavill. Like, dude, oh. Henry Cavill was in The Last of Us. Oh, I you fucking hurt him. <laughs> I'm Bro, done. Both hands and both feet would be in my pants if Henry Cavill was Agreed. in this fucking you show. You just 100%. turn into like a, a seashell, like a fucking clam. And you just like <laughs> shut yourself in on yourself. <laughs> just going hard as a motherfucker at your own beef. Yeah, just yeah like, ah. diving deep in there. Mm-hmm. You'd order immediately a couple 8750 crystals. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, oh. <laughs> But yeah, there's just, uh, I don't know, this show is revealing itself, and I, yeah, that those are my thoughts with episode five. Because, like, if, uh, I'll tell you this, Henry, uh, Henry Cavill's the type of dude that's, like, he carries an audience, because when they said, hey, he's not coming back for The Witcher season four, it was like, well, I guess I know that I'm not watching The Witcher after season Which, three. Um, by the way, just a small tidbit of information, so Netflix had planned from the beginning to make The Witcher seven seasons. But now they're like, we might end after season four. So yeah, they're I'd the end after season three if I were you. Yeah. So now the way that they're editing and cutting season three is in a such a way to make sure that the fans still have hope for season four and want to tune in. Yeah, Wait, but so, I, I will not. So Blood Origin was not technically season three. No, that was a side um <laughs> what? that was, like that a, was a prequel. Oh. Yeah. Well, did you watch it? Yeah. But I thought they uh, anyway. What you didn't know was a prequel? Well, I knew it was a prequel, but I for some reason thought that that was the the thing that everyone uh, anyway. No, 
Witcher no, Blood no. Origins its own thing, which interesting and interestingly enough, we use the PlayStation Four as like our media thing for our TV. So I mm-hmm. like even though I have a PS Five, for some reason I don't use that for me. That's only for playing God of War. <laughs> it's, it's if you have it, you have it. It's all fucking good. stupid. But anyway, we fire up the PS Four just for like turning on Netflix and stuff, and their little boxes come up and they have previews of what they're trying to pimp. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Blood Origin has popped up just recently on there to be like, come watch Blood Origin. It's like what no one watched it when it came out why the fuck would you think i'd watch it now trying to get that hype up for season three i guess because when does season season three three come out that's a good question i feel like it's supposed to be december because that's what they're doing but season three witcher and henry cavill's not in season three correct he will be in season final season okay um Netflix announced last year that The Witcher Season 3 will premiere in summer 2023, uh, so that could be why. Although that's a long way away from now. But there's um, also another spin-off series in the works as well. Oh my god, nobody likes The Witcher that much. People like Henry Cavill being Geralt. That's all we like. So just yeah. give us that or fuck yourself. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not get it? Trust the straight guy. <laughs> Do you not get it? Dude, I like <laughs> watching him. Yeah, dude, I like watching Henry Cavill be Geralt. He fucking rules at it. It's like, yeah, get him, dude. It is the boo. best part of that boo? show. Everything Bro, else is garbage about that show. Yeah. I don't give a I fuck mean, about true, Siri. But... I don't give a fuck about Yennefer. I think she's obnoxious as fuck. I just like seeing when Henry Cavill shows up and he's like, yeah, fuck. And then yeah. he kicks some ass. I like that. Exactly. And he looks good doing it. And you're like, damn. <laughs> I mean, so I'm a fan of like the color black. And he's got some cool outfits. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. Makes me want to get some more leather pants, you know. Um, any 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 other thoughts about episode five though? Back to the Last of Us. Sorry, just gonna. Don't you refocus me, bitch. <laughs> I mean, I am <laughs> deep in Henry Cavill photos right now. <laughs> I'm oh. thinking about Geralt. That's a cool medallion. You know what? Too, I you watched know? a. I watched. So I haven't watched a Mission Impossible movie since two. I stopped after that. Yeah. So I got into a bit of a like a spy action thriller zone this last week. So I watched Mission Impossible 6, which has Henry Cavill. That was the only reason I decided to put it on. That's a fucking good movie. People say it's really good. Please tell me. And we may have talked about this. I know I talked about this with you, Kelsey. Please tell me that you've seen The Man from Uncle. I haven't yet, no. I haven't either. Ow! I actually tried to find that this past weekend, but it wasn't on any of the bootleg sites. So I have to download it on my computer. I think it's for free on something. It's not no. on Netflix or Amazon Prime for me at all. It's on HBO. Yeah. I don't pay for HBO. On HBO. Okay. But no, it's. It, I wanted to watch it. I just couldn't find it on any of my bootleggy sites. So that's why I ended up watching Mission Impossible 6. The man instead. from Uncle fucking rules. It's got Henry Cavill as the lead. And his nemesis guy he's got to work with is uh, Army Hammer. Oh, mm. fuck. Army Hammer's in it. What's your beef with Army Hammer? He's a he cannibal. Want, he tries to eat people. According to... We watched the documentary that they were I blowing know. him up on. He, he, it seems like these dumb bitches were being dumb bitches. Like, pretty he seems much, like, yeah. He seems he put pretty... Out a, sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. Sorry, sorry. He seems that. pretty fucking extreme, but they were like, okay, the entire time. Yeah. So if you weren't okay with it, you should have said no. Like, one girl literally in the documentary is like, I would hit, like, the heart reaction to the crazy shit he was saying, but everybody knows... That, that just means you're acknowledging their statement. It's like, <laughs> no, it's a fucking heart. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. 
he also um this past week he put out like a, a like a not a blog but like a letter or something like that he did an interview where he was like i'm just kind of kinky i wouldn't i trying to fucking hurt anybody i'm just into bdsm stuff this has destroyed my entire life he said that he swam out into the ocean trying to like commit suicide then decided like i have these kids and god damn it so he turned around and swam back his his kids were on the beach yeah, his kids are on the beach swim. <laughs> that, That's the exact <laughs> thought. That just is, oh, fuck these fucking kids. I can't kill myself. All right. Papa, <laughs> you're pretty far away, Papa. God. Uh, but like, even the whole, like, the whole cutting a person open thing, it was like, this is like this little, like, paper cut. Cut? So his, when like, he was retelling something. it, he was like, yeah. it's just fantasy shit that I'm into. Like, I'm fucking kinky and. And l- lest we forget that Fifty Shades of Grey was very popular in the time frame when all this shit was going down. And chicks were like, yeah, I like that shit. Yeah. Which is not, why they all not said, all yes, chicks, because Army Hammer chicks. is a good-looking dude. And they were like, yeah, you can be freaky with me because you're a good-looking dude. So, like, we reviewed The House of Hammer, the documentary that goes into all this, on 8750. So if you don't want to pay for Discovery Plus and you want to hear all about it, just search for The House of Hammer 8750 and it'll show up. And we go in-depth. It's like three or four hours mm-hmm. uh, so we talk all about it but basically uh every chick who's involved seems like they're kind of like fucking weird and they also seem very complicit or like compliant and being like i'm okay with all of this until then like something happened that i wasn't okay with yeah. and it's like well until did you tell it it's like the safe word you dumb bitch no well, hold on it's like it's like did you tell him no and they're like, mm. it's like, did you tell him to stop? And one of them literally said, I said everything but no. And it's like, well, that's the How, fucking. What does that mean? Fuck, what does that mean, by the way? I know. Everything but no. I know. So you're, you're getting, and you're just like, oh, not there. Oh, not so hard. Oh, all, please. All I'm saying is stop it, don't, and don't stop are very similar if you say them in succession. <laughs> what? Just, just saying. Like, my. If my husband touches me slightly uncomfortably, I just say no, and then he'll do something different. Like, I don't know. Bad. I know. So basically, that's what I'm saying. It's like, don't get me wrong. I wasn't there. I don't fucking know. I just watch these people speak, and I'm making my own conclusions. But it's like, when you literally say out loud the words, I said everything but no. And it's like, well, then this isn't this guy's fucking fault, because you didn't tell him to stop. Yeah. If you you told him no, no, and he was like... Yes, then that's bad. That's a crime. But just ergo the fact that Army Hammer's not in fucking jail makes me think that like maybe what happened is not necessarily that fucking bad. A load of shit. A yeah. load of shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um. So yeah. Um. But sorry, why did we segue onto? The- oh, because man. Because man from Uncle. Yeah, there, we go. there we go. Yeah. So okay, I'm going to make it a priority then to watch Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle we- rules re-review the next episode of the last of us game on i fucking double dog dare you hey and another uh tv show recommendation i have for people it's way better than the last of us and so you should if you're trying to pick out what to watch because i know a lot of people are like fuck that show so they just listen to our reviews to like laugh and then also be filled in on what's going on in the show Mm -hmm. um clarkson farm yeah i mean my mom was in love with it she was watching that all day yesterday and she loved it the best fucking show oh my god i love it Go I like watch Jeremy that. Clarkson a lot. So I that's love on Jeremy my watch Clarkson. list. I would love for him to come on Joe Rogan. That would be the best. Joe's too much of a pussy to have Jeremy Clarkson on his show. He is? Yeah. <laughs> Hot take. 
You just throw out hot takes to see if, if something gets you lit up on Twitter or what? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> too much of a pussy, low yeah. T. Yeah, he's too much of a low T <laughs> pussy. okay i mean that one is a hot take but i mean quarter pussy is not a hot take that's just a fact okay (laughs) did you remove the windscreen from your mic so that you could really pussy (laughs) no i just i got really close that's all pussy (laughs) i could feel the wind off of that pee it hit me in the face oh god damn i got it again it's in my (laughs) all right y'all thanks for showing up for some 8750 reviews we did it Later, boners. Later, Later, boners. I got bitches all on my dick and every day. Sucking on, on my balls. Sucking on, on my balls. Bitches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Later, boners. <laughs>